Hello everybody and welcome to Extra Average. I'm your host, Robbie Dees. This is the podcast where we look all up inside you and try to examine your gut biome. Well, today has been uh, today's been a really um, eventful day. I got a lot of things that I want to talk with you guys about, but you know that I like to start off with the weather. The weather today was just exquisite. I um, I stepped outside, stepped out the front door, opened my mouth, and just the the air outside tasted spectacular. It was I couldn't really describe the flavor because I'm not I'm not what you call a foodie. But it it really was great. As soon as I stepped outside, all my cares melted away because of the beautiful weather that we're having. I don't have a single complaint about it today. I think uh, I think this weather is going to have a uh, a calming effect on the general populace, and that people are going to stop fighting so much, and they're just going to go outside and just uh, just love each other. Um, you know. Just surrender to the love that's all around them. So, the first thing I want to get into today, well, the second thing, because first is always the weather. Weather is most important. Second thing I want to get into today is I want to tell you guys what I do for a living. I, uh, I work for a company, and they are um, located um, in a place that is pretty close to where I reside. I don't have to commute very far. But uh, what I do for this company is I go out in a little truck and I install window blinds and shutters. And um, it's the most boring thing I've ever done in my life. And uh, there's not a whole lot, I mean, there's not a whole lot to say about it. Um, you know, it, pay, it pays the rent for sure, but it's not, it's not the most glamorous thing. Um, cause that's literally all I do. You're, you're thinking you, there's probably something else that you do. You can't just install blinds and shutters. You, there's probably other things that you install from time to time. Uh, I don't, I, there's probably not enough business to keep you, to keep you, keep you going. How many people need blinds in their house? The answer is that all people need blinds in their house. You're not just going to have nothing over your window. And, uh, we, I mean, you could put curtains over your window, but I don't even want to talk to you if that's the case. Um, because you're not really, you're not supporting me. And I need to feel supported. So when you're trying to choose something to keep the sun out of your eyes, because you're tired of looking out your nice windows and squinting because the sun is stabbing you in your iris with its little... UV knives. You're you're gonna want blinds. You don't want you don't want a curtain because it's it's creepy. It's creepy to peek through a curtain. You gotta pull it aside, and you know most most of your body is hidden, which is actually pretty good for peeking purposes. But you know, just just get blinds is all I'm saying. Just get the blinds or shutters. But probably not shutters, because I, I really hate installing those things. But you're going to go out, and you're going to buy blinds, and you're going to keep my refrigerator full of food, and you're going to keep my rent paid. But um, it's not super exciting work. Um, I do meet 
cool people every now and again. Um, and some that are decidedly not cool. Sometimes it's funny. One time I was in this guy's house and uh, I was just trying to get him to sign the, uh, um, the work form that you have to sign saying that I did what I said I was going to do so I can hand that into my boss and he can give me a gold star. But I handed him the form and I handed him a pen too and I had already clicked the pen but he clicks the pen once he grabs it from me and he, he really he unclicks it and then he goes to write on the paper and the pen is unclicked and so he looks at me and he says man I fucked up bad and I laughed a lot and he laughed a lot and I made a friend that day he's he's gonna be the godfather of my children um, I got his number and uh, we hang out from time to time uh, I, I call him when I need advice and uh, he calls me when he needs blinds in his windows and that's like how our relationship works it uh, it's not it's not really friendly but you know he he did he did pay for the product that I install and so he helped me pay my rent for this uh, for this apartment that I live in which um, I have no shame in telling you is tiny I think I live in the tiniest place just in general like you can see my entire place from the front door you walk in and the the grand tour is just you spinning on the spot this is the living room this is the bedroom this is the bathroom and this is I mean the end of the tour there's nothing else uh, nothing else to see but um I don't know I've lived I've lived in small smaller spaces but they just weren't houses one time I lived in my truck and I don't recommend living in a truck because when you gotta go to sleep it's uh, very uncomfortable um, somebody once told me that uh, I should probably sleep in the bed of the truck um, and the wording of that sounds sounds ideal uh, because you're sleeping in a bed but um, it's not super comfortable it's really uncomfortable on your back and I don't recommend that shit um, I have we're, we're done with that topic we're gonna move on to the next one now um, and it's about uh, a goal of mine uh, something that I've uh, always wanted to do but I cannot do uh, feasibly yet because of my uh, my young age um, as soon as I'm old enough to do so, I really want to start um, pretending to have dementia because um, it would it would really, it would really um, entertain me to be able to go into stores and try to pay with Golden Corral coupons, and like nobody's gonna nobody's gonna get mad at me when I drive slow. Nobody's um, gonna expect me to remember their their name or their kid's name. Um, you know, people are going to be super friendly to me most of the time. I get to write $5 birthday checks. Like, having having dementia would solve most of my problems uh, with, uh, with social interaction with people. It would be like, well, he's just old, and, you know, we can't expect much from him because of his age. Um... Let's let's give him a pass. 
he didn't make eye contact with me, but you know, he's 72 or however old I tell people that I am. I had an interesting day today at work. I, um, I stopped for lunch and I went to the establishment Five Guys Burgers and Fries and I went inside and ordered a bacon cheeseburger with no bun because they'll do that. If you ask for no bun, they'll ask you if you want them to wrap it in lettuce. And I told them, fuck yes, I want to, I want you to wrap it in lettuce. I don't want just like... I, mean, I, think, I think you also have the option of getting it in a bowl. But who wants to eat a cheeseburger out of a bowl? Like with a fork or a spoon? I'm not sure which utensil they give you because I didn't go with that option. But um, just eating a... Just, it's just a mess of... It's some patties... And some bacon and cheese, and you're just gonna eat it out of a bowl like it's like it's burger cereal. I'm not interested in that. So I had him wrap it in lettuce, and it turned it out turned out being pretty delicious. But that's not the story. There was this uh, there was this girl behind the counter, and my initial reaction to seeing her physical uh, presence was uh, was this this girl is cute. Um, I find her aesthetically pleasing to my eyes and so I wrote down my name and my number on a piece of paper and when she gave me my food I very uh hopefully it looked cooler (laughs) than uh than I'm picturing in my head but um I just slid it across the counter and she's like you have a good day and I said, you too, and as I'm saying you too, she looks down and sees that I'm sliding her a piece of paper across the counter, and I just turned around, and I walked um, out of the store. Um, It's not one of my finer moments. Um, uh, I think that sometimes I'm guilty of of being painfully awkward, Um, and... My human interactions don't always go as planned, and that was one of them. But later that day, I'm I'm back at work. I'm doing my work, uh, my work stuff. I'm working, I think they call it, and uh, and I get a text message, and it says, "Hey, baby," and I didn't recognize the number, but I figured, I figured. It was probably the girl that I gave my number to earlier, um, and she was not uh, interested and gave my number to one of her friends who wanted to play a little game with me. But I played the game right back. I, um, I, I, I um, just I, I had like an, a back-and-forth conversation with this person. It was clearly not her. Um, I judged that by the fact that she immediately called me uh, baby. Um, we're going straight to pet names. You, we didn't, we didn't even speak uh, to one another in the restaurant, other than just the, um, just the "you have a good day," um, you too. Uh, just we each said one thing, so we had no, we had no rapport, uh, the two of us. Um, so there's absolutely no reason that she should have called me baby. Um, unless, unless, you know, unless I'm just being a pessimist here and she just like looked straight into my, my smoky hazel eyes and, uh, just fell head over heels for me. 
Um, but I'm and I'm not saying that I'm uh, I'm opposed to uh, having that effect on people. Um, I feel like everyone should be in love with me, and that would work out much better for me in the whole people loving me department. This just got weirdly sad. I'm not a sad guy. Uh, there's there's plenty of people in my life that uh, that are that are reasonably decent to me. I mean, most of them most of them just like spit on my face and um, and tell me that I'm ugly and that my mother should have left me in the woods. But um, that that didn't uh, there was no fruit on that uh, on that branch that I tried to harvest. So um, I'm gonna chalk that up in the lose column. But it's okay for every loss. There will be an equal and opposite um, victory. I think that ha- I think that's how it works. Every time you lose, you have to win one. Or at least that's how I fucking hope it works. The next thing I want to tell you guys about is um, is my comedy. Um, I don't like to um, talk about it too much because, like, I prefer just people come out and see it um, and uh, judge for themselves on whether or not I'm any good. But um, I'm a stand-up comedian. I do stand-up comedy, and I also do musical comedy, um, sort of like a musical comedy one-man show, if you will. Um, I write I write songs that um, are probably um, you know a little bit uh, funny, and uh, and I I write music to them as well, in that they are songs and songs uh, are known almost primarily for how they are musical works, and I make those and they also have humor in them. Um, so, you know, you can come out and see me and do that sometime. I don't have any dates right now, but, you know, I think the only reason for having a podcast is to uh, put those dates out there, and I will let you know, and it'll probably become a segment here on the show. I'll let you know when you can come and see me doing my thing. Um, speaking of which... I want to let you guys know about something. I'm not. I'm not really a part of it, but I still want to let you know about it. Um, I am in the Augusta, Georgia area. Um, I think I mentioned that in my last podcast. Um, there is an event going on tonight at a bar in downtown Augusta. If you're in the area, I don't know how many people listening might be in the area, or if there's anyone listening at all. But you're gonna to want to do yourself a favor and get down to Joe's Underground. It is a uh, bar slash cafe. They have all kinds of drinks like bars usually do, and they have a kitchen as well. And they have all kinds of different uh, foods there, like tacos and uh, burgers and uh, several other things. I think they have nachos. Um, but you're going to want to go there because they are having a open mic competition. A uh, bunch of local comedians are going to come by and uh, do five to six minutes apiece, and at the end of the night, there is a prize. I think the top prize is $100, second prize is 50 and third is 25 if I'm not mistaken. I know that the, uh, the first place prize, I know that one's correct. 
I'm not so sure about the other two, so don't quote me on that part. But you're going to want to go down to Joe's Underground. That's at 144 8th Street in downtown Augusta, Georgia. And things are probably going to get kicked off around 8 and uh, for the sign-ups anyway. So you're going to want to come down there a little bit early. Make sure you get on because they're only going to want to do about 15 spots. Um, so you can get on there. And if you got what it takes, you can win the cash. I may be there, but I don't think that I'm going going to be participating in the festivities tonight. And if you're uh, you, if you're listening to this on uh, on April 11th, that's when it is. Uh, I I'm gonna I'm gonna upload this episode today, but um, just in case uh, it uh, doesn't. Uh, the feed doesn't go through until tomorrow. I don't. I'm not really sure how this works at this point. But uh, so if today is, if you're listening to this on April 12th, 2018, or later, um, this is no longer an event that you can go to until the next one happens, and I'll tell you about it. But get down there, um, show some love for these comedians because they have. Uh, more than likely not experienced it in any other uh, capacity in their life. All right. Now we're going to go to another segment that I'm going to, uh, I think this is, I think this is going to be a, a regular thing on extra average. Um, I'm going to let, I'm going to have you guys uh, ask me questions. I uh, told you in my last podcast to uh, tweet at me uh, at that D's guy on Twitter. If you have any questions or uh, just, if you just need advice on any particular topic, um, I will I will give you that advice because, as I said before, I am uh, just wicked smart. And uh, also, if you want to if you want to stay um, if you want to stay anonymous in your question, um, just let me know, and I will give you a fake name. And today, we've got mostly fake names, so here we go. Uh, Michelle asks. Uh, my boyfriend refuses to stop farting in bed, and our bedroom smells ter- smells terrible. How do I get him to stop? Um, I think your best bet is uh, probably not to even try to get him to stop. What you're gonna what you're gonna try to do is uh, your game is neutralization. You're gonna want to um, find a way to keep both of you happy. Um, he want he wants to fart in bed, and you don't want to smell his farts in bed. So you're just gonna take uh, you're just gonna take a dryer sheet, and you're gonna stick it in his butt crack, and uh, that's gonna filter out all of the unpleasant odors that uh, that you hate, um, and you know also his his butt will probably smell pretty nice, and um, it's gonna improve your relationship, um, because if there's one thing I know it's that um, and, you know a, a fresh butt is a uh, is a happy, um, and ha- a happy uh, experience in monogamy. You got you got a fresh butt. You got a fresh uh, a fresh lease on life, or 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 something. But uh, just or you know you don't even have to use a dryer sheet. You can just uh you know just uh, spray his butt with Febreze every time you think about it. Not just when he farts. Just like keep his keep his butt continuously soaked in some sort of fragrant uh, liquid and um, it, that should work to uh, help to neutralize those smells and to make you a, 
a happier person in general. Um, Mekaija asks, what is your writing process and what do you think it takes to be a good comedic songwriter? Um, full disclosure here, Mekaija already knows me. So that's why she that's why she knew um I do um I do musical comedy. Um she was uh she was in on the ground floor. Uh she knew. She got a, an exclusive uh uh peek into my life before I had a podcast. So I my writing process uh is I will um just take a I'll take a, a, a like a notebook or um, just some scratch paper or um, really anything that you can um, feasibly make a mark on with a pen or pencil. And um, I will take the ideas that I have for songs and I will um, write them down on that on that paper. And once they are written down, I won't forget them uh, because I've made a record. Um, I have recorded the thought, and then that um, I I put that piece of paper into a Folgers coffee can, along with a handful of quarters, and I spray some Axe body spray in there and light it on fire, and then I throw it out my front door. And uh, here, this is how I know whether or not it's a good song or not. If it hits somebody and they yell at me, it's not a good song. If it just lands there and burns up, I know it's good. And then I have to remember what the good idea was because I, I did light it on fire. So that's a um, that's basically my process. What second part was, what do you think it takes to be a good um, comedic songwriter? You have to um, you have to be able to construct a uh, a song. Um, and also you probably need to know. Um, you know how to make people uh, people laugh. You have to be able to write a song, and you have to make um, people laugh. I think those would be the two uh, main elements of of comedic songwriting. Um, it really doesn't get any simpler uh, than that. So thank you for your question, uh, Makaija. Ben asks, "Why does your why does your face look like a butt?" Well. Um, I think the ideal face shape is um, is a myth, um, and people have all kinds of different faces. And I'm an optimist, so um, I'm I'm gonna say like you know I think that um, millennials really like uh, butts. We uh, we are eating ass um, as a as a generation of people. Uh, we are eating that butt and you know I can't think of anything better in this current like uh, culture to have my face look like if my face looks like a butt then I'm golden you know there's a whole generation of people that are really going to be uh, attracted to my face and they're going to want to put their face near it and I've, I feel like I feel like you were trying to insult me but um, I'm not really uh, insulted so we we turn that right around um, you know, you, your face probably doesn't look like a butt, you asshole. Holly asks, where are you from originally? I, I don't remember. Um, 
I spent the first seven years of my life um, forgetting where I was. Um, Brent asks, what is the best pizza chain? That and You know what? I'm actually going to give a serious answer on this one because uh, pizza is, um, without a doubt, the only thing that I have ever uh, fully and unconditionally loved. Um, you've got, you've got a whole bunch of different, um, pizza chains and like, and I think the best, the best way to find the, the best pizza chain is to first identify all the shitty pizza chains. We're talking Papa John's, um, Little Caesars, uh, um, uh, Pizza Hut. You can throw those right out the fucking window. Uh, that's unpalatable garbage and you should have more respect for your face hole. Uh, than to put that trash in it. Um, I personally think that um, as far as like as far as big chains go, Domino's is pretty good. Um, they used to suck really really bad, but um, I don't know their their new formula is is pretty good. It's not the best pizza I've had because the best pizza I had, you know, didn't come from a chain restaurant. You know, it comes from it comes from like a family owned restaurant uh, because I'm evidently a fucking hipster. But um, chains. There's a um, there's a chain, and I don't know if this is an international chain or if it's just in the southeast. But there's a, um, a place I like to go called Mellow Mushroom, and they like they make sort of a New York style pizza. It's got a um, it's got a pretty thin crust and really large slices that you have to fold in half. Uh, those are pretty good, and uh, I highly recommend them. Uh, Mellow Mushroom is not. Um, uh, sponsoring this podcast in any way, and neither is Domino's, but uh, um, I like I like both of those. And um, if you disagree with me, you are um, f- you're okay. You know, you're gonna live. Um, no one ever died from eating shitty pizza, but you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully, you could be the first. Um, okay, uh, Andrew asks, how can I hide my porn? So my girlfriend doesn't find it. Well, the fact uh, I'm I'm gonna assume that you're what's an what's a what's a minimum age that it's it's okay to, to assume that you are. I'm gonna assume that you're at least eighteen, and you haven't figured out a way to hide your porn yet. Um, I don't know if you grew up in like a really strict family, or not. Maybe you grew up in a family where. Um, your parents weren't super strict and you didn't have to hide that, but I, I don't know. I feel like you should know how to do it by now. And, um, I, I'm going to, I'm going to answer your question, but first I just need to let you know how, uh, how ridiculously unprepared you are f- for life in general. Um, what I did was I just, and I, this isn't my idea. I think I found, found out about it on the internet, but I just renamed, um, the folder that I keep it in, and I like, I called it taxes, um, and if, if everybody on the planet is as bored as I am by the thought of taxes, then they're never going to look in that folder, um, feel free to use that trick, because it, like I said, it probably, um, isn't mine, um, guys, if you have any questions for me, or if you need advice of any kind, I'm an expert in most things, um, you can tweet at me. Uh, my Twitter handle is that D's guy. 
Uh, that's and D's is spelled D E A S T H A T D E A S G U Y on Twitter. Um, ask me anything you want to. There's no topic that's off limits. Uh, you know, uh, there's no place that I'm not fully prepared to go with you. I want to get intimate, and I want you to feel like uh, feel like you can trust me to have your back and to provide sage advice for you. And this last segment that we're going to do today, I think uh, it's really just an excuse for me to talk about these things and nerd out about them, but um, uh, things I'm excited for. We may do some theme music for that in the future. Things I'm excited for. Things I'm excited for. And that's the end of that. Um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. I've seen the trailers for this shit, and, like, it just, it looks so fucking magical. I'm, I, like, I I, I really enjoyed the first one. I was in the theater, and, like, I, I openly wept at times, but, um, I, I'm part of that, uh, that huge group of people that just grew up with Harry Potter, and so, like, we're getting fucking more of that universe, and my... My uh, my emotions are just rampant, and I can't can I can't contain myself at the thought of it. Um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, the second ed- ed- edition of this, um, the trailer just looks absolutely bananas, insane. Um, there is I I, I I I you know I don't have like an eidetic knowledge of the Harry Potter universe, but like. Uh, I feel like people can't apparate inside Hogwarts. And that definitely happens in the trailer. So that bothered me a little bit, but not nearly enough to diminish my, uh, my, just, I'm, I'm just ecstatic. I cannot wait for this. Um, it's gonna come out. I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna buy my tickets way in advance. I'm probably gonna, uh, see it in IMAX. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have the, go and get the, like, the best movie experience that I can. Um, because it's like super important to me. Um, another thing that I'm excited for is the band. This band, there's a band. Uh, they have. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about this band. They have. Um, they have at least one guitarist. Um, they probably have two guitarists. Um, certainly not three. Um, probably two. Um, they have. Well, no, they do have three guitarists. But one of these guitarists plays a modified uh, version. Of the guitar, um, they call it a bass guitar, and he plays that. Um, there is a vocalist, um, and what he does is he's just, he sings um, and he vocalizes. Um, and sometimes the other members of the band also vocalize, and they like to call that harmonizing. Um, just for the for the for the layman, it's just when two people vocalize at the same time, two or more people uh, vocalize in different ways at the same time. And uh, there is a drummer, and uh, he just pounds on these drums, you know, kind of haphazardly. Um, you know, he's not super important. There's really no talent involved. Um, he's just kind of there to look cool. Um, this band that I'm so excited about is called A Perfect Circle, and they are releasing the first album that they've released. I want to say their last one was in 2009 maybe 
So it's been a really long time since they've had a release, and I'm super excited for it. There have been a couple songs released already, and they were fucking dope as shit, and uh, they blew my mind. Uh, and, they, you know, they blew all kinds of things. They blew my mind. Uh, they, they blew um, The Man in the Moon. Uh, they blew all of my uh, all of my circuit breakers in my apartment. Um, I played the song and like it just overloaded everything, and I sat in darkness for a little while. But it only added to my enjoyment. Um, there have been three um, songs released, um, and th- that's something that like that bothers me a little bit. There's like there's this new trend. Or maybe it's, I just think it's new because I'm ignorant, but like bands have been releasing like a whole huge chunk of their album before it comes out. And I know that singles have always been a thing, but like, um, I also listened to this band Chevelle and like, they basically like released a fourth of the album before the album came out. And so like, I already heard those songs and like, I felt like, um, it's, it's definitely not the worst thing in the world, but like it affected my, my enjoyment of of the album when it came out i kind of wish that like they if they had to release something to get hype up maybe just release the single that way when i get the record i have like nine ten brand new songs that uh that i've never heard before and i can just listen to the whole thing uh right right then and there but i'm really excited this album is coming out uh um april 20 oh 420 um and uh could not be more excited about it um I'm a fan of everything that the vocalist Maynard James Keenan does. I'm a huge Tool fan, and uh, he has another band called Pussifer, and they're all just fucking amazing. And uh, and if you don't think so, then uh, you know um, you can just uh, you go you you can go listen to um, whatever you know music you like to listen to. Um, so so uh. Um, the third thing that I am ex- I, I'm not really excited for this so much as like I'm I, I'm still carrying the excitement because I already saw it. But I went to the theater recently and I saw the movie A Quiet Place, and I don't know that I even have the words to do justice. Like I haven't enjoyed a horror movie this much since uh, since Get Out, and Get Out was amazing, and um, it it's just. You know, they had a they had a really cool concept that I feel like hasn't really been played with a lot since uh, since the Tremors movies, which which I really didn't enjoy. But um, they had a really cool concept, a really good cast. Everybody did so great. John Krasinski is just just phenomenal, phenomenal, falafel in this movie, and not only that, but like the guy is just a masterpiece. Um, I would probably let him do crazy things with my body. Um, And that's about all we have got today. Remember to send your questions to me or your calls for advice to at thatdsguy on Twitter and go to Joe's Underground tonight and uh, support a bunch of local comedians and uh, uh, because they need your love. Um, And thank you for listening to Extra Average with Robbie D's.